a really interesting thing to know about how great our flight nurses were in World War II. Some 1,176,048 patients were air evacuated during World War II and only 46 died in transit. You're listening to the Stories Behind the Stars podcast. My name is Tatiana Fallon, and I'm your host. This podcast is run by the organization Stories Behind the Stars. This has nothing to do with Hollywood. We are telling the stories behind the stars that were given in World War II. For those of you who are not familiar, during World War II, when a service member was killed, the family received a banner with a gold star on it. We are telling the stories behind these stars. Our goal is to put them all 400,000 into a common database, which then we will build a smartphone app that will be searchable from any location where you can read the story behind the star and you can really come to know the individual that died on D-Day and fought for our freedoms or the individual who was doing their job on the home front and died in a plane crash. This podcast is dedicated to telling those stories as we find them, as our researchers are doing this amazing research. You'll hear from researchers who are all volunteers from all across the country, and you'll hear their story, what brought them to the project, and then also the stories that they're finding. This is amazing content, and I really hope you enjoy this adventure. In today's episode, we have the opportunity to hear from Lee Snyder. She's one of our volunteers here at Stories Behind the Stars, whose personal project is to highlight the women who were killed in World War II. She's doing amazing research and has some great content. So excited to hear about it today. Hello. Today, I want to tell you a little bit about a farm girl from Michigan who became one of the heroes of World War II. Thelma Myrtle Lefebvre grew up in Elmwood, Michigan. She was the daughter of farming parents, and she was right in the middle of the pack of 13 brothers and sisters. When she graduated from high school, she moved to Pontiac, Michigan, which must have seemed like the big city to her. It's about 75 miles south of Elmwood. And she went to the Mercy College of Nursing. And there she studied and became a nurse. When World War II came around, she decided she would join the Army and serve as a nurse in World War II. And she was a nurse for the 820th Medical Air Evacuation Squadron. So before she could go off with the Air Force, even though she was trained as a nurse, she had to first go through basic training like everyone else in the military, and then she had to go to flight nurse training at the School of Air Evacuation at Bowman Field in Kentucky. All of the flight nurses were volunteers because it was a very dangerous thing to be. As part of her flight nurse training, Thelma would have learned procedures to follow in the event of a crash. She would have studied survival training and been taught the effects of high altitude on her patients. These flights were very rigorous, and flight nurses had to be in excellent physical shape. As I said, all the flight nurses were volunteers, and the reason is that the aircraft used to evacuate the wounded men from the front lines were also used to bring in military supplies. 
So since they weren't simply just a hospital airplane and did dual duty, they could not display a bright red cross that might have protected them. So without any markings on the planes to show they were non-combat, these flights could be, and sometimes were, attacked by the enemy. All flight nurses had a creed, and when they became a flight nurse and received golden, their golden wings to wear on their uniform, they had remembered and said this creed. The creed goes like this. I will summon every resource to prevent the triumph of death over life. I will stand guard over the medicines and equipment entrusted to my care and ensure their proper use. I will be untiring in the performance of my duties, and I will remember that upon my disposition and spirit will in large measure depend on the morale of my patients. I will be faithful to my training and to the wisdom handed down to me by those who have gone before me. I have taken a nurse's oath, reverent in man's mind because of the spirit and the work of its creator, Florence Nightingale. She, I remember, was called the lady with the lamp. It is now my privilege to lift this lamp of hope and faith and courage in my profession to heights not known by her in her time. Together with the help of flight surgeons and surgical technicians, I can set the very skies ablaze with life and promise for the sick and injured and wounded who are my sacred charges. This I will do. I will not falter in war or in peace. In February of 1944, Thelma was one of many nurses aboard the USS West Point when it left from San Francisco. She ended up serving in the Southwest Pacific. She would have been the top-ranking medical person on her flights. There, while there were male surgical technicians, the flight nurse outranked them. Second Lieutenant Thelma Lefebvre did things that at that time only doctors could do, such as starting IVs and giving oxygen to patients. But the war had changed that. So now nurses also stepped in and did those things, as well as handling extreme emergencies of shock and hemorrhage and sedation, all under very dangerous circumstances. A really interesting thing to know about how great our flight nurses were in World War II, 1,176,048 patients were air evacuated during World War II and only 46 died in transit. It's absolutely amazing. On Thelma's last day, she was doing exactly what she was there to do. She was part of a crew on a medical mission to evacuate wounded soldiers. There were seven members of the crew on board and she was the ranking medical person aboard. They took off from the Biak Islands in Indonesia and were heading to go and get wounded soldiers in the Philippines. The plane made a stop on an island where they spent the night and the next morning the crew resumed the journey. The weather conditions were good, the plane took off fine, and that's the end of the story. The plane was never heard from again. Thelma was never heard from again. They were declared missing in action that day on January 25th, 1945. A year and a day later, on January 26, 
1946, she was declared dead. There had been an unofficial report of an SOS that day, but there was never any confirmation of the report. There's been various explanations on what happened to the plane. Perhaps there was a fire on board or an explosion, but no aircraft was ever found. No people were ever found. No debris of a wreck was ever found, despite searches. Thelma was never, Thelma and the others on that plane were never seen again. For this, Thelma received the Purple Heart. She was 25. We thank Thelma for volunteering to be a flight nurse and evacuate and save as many of our soldiers as she could. Thank you for listening to the Stories Behind the Stars podcast. Do us a huge favor and find us on whatever podcast platform you listen to and follow us so you'll be the first to be know when we have a new episode out thank you <laughs>